Hello and welcome back to the TTOT, Tatani Talks OT, the show here on Season 5 where we talk a thought of the day, the TOTD from an OT, a pediatric occupational therapist, to stay. OT, of course, standing for occupational therapy as I, as I am an occupational therapist by trade. Sorry about the tongue twister there. OT, of course, also standing for overtime, doing it aside from the day job, working for the city. OT, of course, standing for also on target, hopefully talking different topics, ideas, suggestions, or the like that could help you or someone you know. Here on Season 5 and throughout all the seasons, we're trying to talk different things that could hopefully be tips and helpful advice and life hacks. And different advice that could hopefully make your life more occupational, more functional, and more independent in whichever way you can. So thank God, Baruch Hashem, we talked about how God granted us and gave us the fourth beautiful miracle that is our fourth child. We have two boys and two girls now. They each have a, a, a friend that's a sibling. Hopefully they'll be nice and close over the years growing up. I may have asked from Shana until 120 years. When we were in the hospital, though... Fascinating is we, we give birth in Long Island and North Shore. We live in a community near North Shore in Long Island. One of the awesome parts of giving birth there is that they have this menu. They have this ability to have food which could be brought to your room. You have to order by 7 in the morning and it comes by 8. You have to order by 11 in the in the late morning, it comes by 12 or so for lunch. Then you order by like uh, 4 or 5 and it comes by 6 or so for dinner. And they allow you and the spouse, the visitor, to have a meal. So we each have a tray. And, of course, they have a kosher menu. They have awesome, awesome abilities and awesome, awesome things to have and things to eat and things to to have with you for the meals. Because when you're so exhausted, when you're so tired, and the exhaustion stays for life, but in the first few months... The newborn stage, zero to three, zero to six months and beyond. But especially those first few hours, those first few days, you're so, 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 so tired, right? And it's so difficult to stay awake. It's so hard to stay awake and it's so hard to be focused. So to have the food, to be able to have the food coming to your room is really a wonderful thing, is really a fantastic thing. So the menu... We're, we were able to choose things from the menu, we were able to bring it, and we were able to have it, and we were able to eat it at different times, and it was really wonderful, really fantastic as well. But what was really cool also in North Shore, what's really cool about that place, about that 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 hospital, is that there's a special room for Jewish people and those alike to have an ability to get food, and that is called the Beaker Cholim Room. That's the Satmer Beaker Cholim Room. It's a special, special room where you could come and you could basically take whatever you need. It's made by an organization, Satmer, a, a sect of Judaism, which is type of a, a Hasid, a Hasid, a C-H-A-S-I-D. It's in Northwell. It's in one of their floors. It's near the OTPT office, which is very interesting because I'm an OT, so I found that fascinating. When you walk into the room... They have a couple of chairs, they have a lounge chair, they have a warmer, they have a little fridge, they have a big fridge, they have tons of fully stocked pantry items, fully stocked food to eat, ready to go. In the fridge itself, they have a ton of food that you could just heat up in the warmer or you could take it cold. They have soup and they have chicken 
and they have such cool things in the in the fridge itself. When I open the fridge, I see there's tons of yogurts, and I see there's tons of applesauce and tons of grape juices. There's milk and soda and seltzer on the bottom. There's soups that are ready made. There's dips ready made. There's chicken dinners ready made. There's Jello ready made, and these are all made by the kind-hearted individuals in this organization in their kitchen or whatnot. There's yogurts, of course, and. I even took pictures because I was so blown away by how awesome this room is. And they have a whole shelf of books, Jewish books and Sfarim and prayer books and Chumashim, which are the Bible books. And they have a double sink, one for dairy, one for meat. They have a meat and a dairy microwave. And they also have a coffee station, a coffee pot, which is like, and, and magazines as well. They try to think of everything. It's such a beautiful thing. And they have desks a little foldable desk to eat there and it's such a cool thing such a nice thing i can't even extol it so much so when it comes to having a major life change a major life event whether for good or for bad god forbid food is a major comfort food is a major source of being able to show that you care show that you're involved and show that you want to participate and after we came home our family member, our brother and sister-in-law, set up for us a meal train. So you can use either mealtrain.com or take them a meal or Perfect Potluck. These are all awesome organizations and websites and ideas where basically a train is set up for a couple of weeks. We were Zoha, We were meritorious. Thank God to get five weeks. Some people get four weeks. Some people take two weeks. Some people get six weeks. We got five weeks, including Sabbath, of food and support and help. Basically, you sign up for a day and you say what you're going to make and they usually give you information. So we wrote the allergies for us we wrote how there's dairy free and sesame free i want to try gluten free my wife said no it's already enough what we're writing on the schedule you write the time that you prefer the food so we always say 5 p.m because with little kids we try to eat at five because we want them in bed and done for the night at 6 37 ish and on nights where you're doing bath or whatnot it's too much to juggle i come home around 4 4 15 i have that small window to get food ready 45 minutes i want dinner to be ready 45 minutes so when people complain and talk about and 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 uh, yada, 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 moan that they need hours to get dinner ready. I really don't understand it because I really don't have that much time. Yesterday I whipped up, you know, an omelet for my wife with some cheese and some onions I cut up. And then I made some baked pizza, I call it, with uh, fake cheese and, and sauce for me. And I made the noodles for the kids. And uh, we added, I also added a, a, a bananas foster kind of a dish where I made blueberries with bananas and, and, and non-dairy whipped cream, non-dairy milk some honey and some cinnamon that happens to come out delicious by the way really delicious and that was the dinner that i whipped up in 45 minutes but when it comes to the meal train this is a way of helping out people this is a way of giving to people and we should only know from happy things good things smachot we say in judaism really beautiful occasions but when you have a meal train or take them a meal or perfect pot like you're giving the ability to help them out different people sign up for different things and every night we got something different for five weeks was really really nice some things were delicious some things were okay what i really don't like what really grinds my gears is when you sign up for a meal you know that we have six of us in our family baruch hashem thank god we're blessed but five of us actually have to eat. Obviously, the little one is, is having the milk or whatnot from the bottles. But there are five of us. So you show up and you give me one tray, one little tray of items and it's noodles. That is craziness. When I make a meal, and I love making meals for people, and it's very difficult to schedule time-wise, but I try to do it and on a week or so basis or on a monthly basis, whatever, whenever we sign up. I don't like to do things halfway. I don't like things to do half-witted. 
So if I know there's people, there's grown-ups and, and there are kids, I'm not going to show up with one tray for five people. That's crazy. What I do, what I try to do is I try to make a main and side. So I'll make chicken with uh, mayo and breadcrumbs. That'll be my schnitzel type of a chicken. Then I might make broccoli with the big six. You know, that's garlic powder, onion powder, chili powder, paprika, salt, and pepper, and maybe some olive oil sprayed on top. That's my big six. Then I might make some rice, and then I might make some cauliflower rice, or I might make some french fries from the store, or maybe chicken nuggets from the store if they have kids. I like to buy a fruit bowl for dessert. I like to throw in seltzer or water. I like to throw in the cups and the plates and the bowls and the spoons and the forks and the knives and napkins. This way, it's a fully encompassed meal, a fully included meal for someone else. So when someone did that for us, and we've done this over the years many times, so people know how we're sending family to Tani and his family. You know, when Tani brings food, when Tani makes food, I cook and I bake and I do the house stuff, you know. So when I bring stuff, I try to make it a fully encompassed meal. So when people bring stuff to us and they did that, I was like, ah, I made an influence. People now started it. It's a movement. We started a movement. People make a fully encompassed meal. But then when people came with one tray, one little pan, what if the kid doesn't like it? What if the kid is aversive to it? What if it has an element that they're allergic to? My wife is like, we should just be grateful they brought something, and I agree with that. But if you're going to do something, go big or go home. Don't do things halfway. Don't do things half-witted. When we saw the beautiful Samer Bigger Cholem room, the room for the sick, for the caring, for those recuperating, this beautiful room from a Jewish concert that's fully stocked, fully packed, fully awesome, it reminds me of the idea when people make meals, don't do it halfway, do it full way. Make meals for others, take meals for others, give to others, whether you're cooking because they had a baby, or an addition to their house, or God forbid, lahavda, we should have an from such things, a loss. Food really brings comfort. Food really brings amazingness. When you could do it the whole way, go the whole way. Try to follow what we do. Make it a fully encompassed situation. You're cooking for someone else. Give them the drink. Give them the utensils. Give them a, f- a main and a side. Give them a dessert. Let it all be included and bring it with them. They don't have to do anything. And, what if, and if you bring it when it's hot, how much more so amazing. They literally could eat it without heating it up. Of course, I don't always have that much time-wise. But when it comes to meals, taking them a meal, giving them a meal, having a fully stocked situation is such a beautiful way to help out those around us. Thinking about food, caring for others through food is a wonderful way to show to make someone else's life more functional and to go about it in a more functional, occupational way, in an independent way yourself, you really see the difference in how you can help out those around you. This has been the TOTD, the thought of the day on the TTOT, and I'm your host, Tani.